Hey guys, Scott here in the car. I'm in the car, driving. Hands free, don't worry. Don't freak out. I'm on my way to a doctor's appointment. Just a checkup, nothing crazy. So don't worry about me, everything's fine. Uh, and I thought I would start a diary. I may end it somewhere else, but I'm gonna start it here because I'm actually not too far from this place. Um, oh, is this it? Shoot, this is it. I think this is it. I think I want to turn here, folks. Okay, great. Let's turn right here. Um, anyway, I hope you're all doing well and uh, having a fine May the whatever it is, the 10th today? Is today the 10th or 11th? It's, uh, it's, it's uh, Uncharted 4 day. That's how we're going to refer to this day from here and forever. I don't know if this is the right place or not. Uh, is this it? <laughs> Crap. I may have made a poor turn, and I am not actually in the parking lot of the place for which I am looking. Oh, I'm so bad at this sort of stuff. Oh, there it is. That's got to be it. Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, anyway. Yeah, here it is. Granger Medical Center. Yeah, that's right. That's where I'm going. I have a few minutes where I can be in the car and talk to you. So some people have asked uh, recently. So, I, okay, let me back up. A bunch of episodes ago on this diary of a cartoonist show that I do here. Um, I spoke about, maybe a couple of times, I've spoken about my fight. My, I don't like to say battle. I hate that term. My uh, grappling with lifelong anxiety issues. And recently, somebody asked me if... Oh, I only have a few minutes. I'll, I'll start this and then I'll finish it later. But whether or not I had these same kinds of anxieties as a kid and if it's just better now because you're an adult and you become mature and you sort of deal with these things better and stuff. And I'm going to tell you, flat out, without any question in my mind... It is way worse as an adult as it ever was as a kid. Way, I mean, I was a sensitive kid, but way less then than now. And that surprises people when I tell them that. I'm going to go into more detail as to why or what's up with that, but not yet. Because I got to go to this appointment and I'm not recording it. All right, so I'll be out in a second. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. That's done talk to the doctor and uh, that guy's giving me a dirty look why talk to the doctor and uh, everything's good he says uh, says I'm in a, in a good place um, however I still have this stupid gut thing that occasionally flares up when I say occasionally, pretty consistently, but you know, it's something he's aware of and I'm aware of and we're not in any kind of danger zone, but, and I've been checked out for everything that, that could be. It appears to be some sort of uh, rare weirdness and uh, they've got some brand new on the market thing that he wants me to try. That's some kind of weird sublingual under the tongue deal 
that I'm gonna take. And I'm gonna go ahead and experiment. I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> I don't like taking things. Anything, I don't like pills, I don't like drugs, I don't like anything. So the idea of taking something is a little bothersome, but hey, if it works, then who am I to, who am I to throw shade, throw shade on that? Is that a, is that a phrase, throwing shade on that? He's a nice guy, a little tiny guy. Little tiny doctor. He's like the size of a, I don't know, he's like a he's like a Peter Dinklage little guy. Although he doesn't, I don't think he technically has dwarfism, but he's he's real small. And he's always really nice and he laughs at what I say. He likes he likes my jokes. I'll say real dumb stuff in there and he'll laugh. And I don't know if he does that for everyone or not, because I've never seen anyone else with him but me, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume that I am his brand of humor. Hardy har. Anyway, uh, the good news is all is well. The bad news is I'm going to try some pill. The other good news is I'm going to stop at Wendy's and get something to eat because that sounds good to me right now. Bad news is I probably shouldn't do that. But the other good news is I'm here to finish this uh, thing. So what we were talking about? Oh, uh, the difference between childhood and adult anxiety is is uh, palpable for me. It's a very big difference. And it really, it really, it really, it really wasn't until my 30s. Oh, that's a Del Taco. That's not a Wendy's. Oh, that's asking for trouble, isn't it? Shite. Okay, fine. Let's not go there. Let's go. They're opening a new Denny's over here which I'm a, I'm a fan. I like Denny's. Um, it's America's Diner, as they say on the front sign there. Uh, oh, there's the Wendy's. Okay, everything's fine, guys. Calm down. Calm down. I'm not eating crap tacos today. I'm eating Wendy's. All right, I'm going to go through this drive up here, and, uh, and maybe you can come along with me. All right, I'm in line waiting behind a Nissan Rogue, and I thought, well, isn't that weird? just to have a Nissan Rogue right there. And then I look in front of it, and the exact same kind of Nissan Rogue, same year, same make, model, and color, both white, although that one has different tires slightly, uh, look like 17-inch rims, is right in front of it. And right in front of that, I think, is another one, because I see the tail end of a bumper that looks awfully much, awfully like these uh, this Nissan. I don't know what's going on. Has the world lost its mind and all purchased... Nissan Rogues. I mean, they're a fine car as far as I know. Nissan's good, right? And why are they all in the Wendy's drive-up? I'm into my little Ford here. Just feeling a little overwhelmed by the sheer number of Japanese made, well, I guess they're probably made here, but these Nissan vehicles. Oh, the one in front of it is a white Pathfinder. Now that I can come around here. So maybe there's like some kind of Nissan dealership thing going on where a bunch of people from the dealership are taking these cars to get detailed or something and they all stop for, as my dad would say back in the 80s, a Wendy burger. That's he, he would always call it that. He'd say, he'd say, Scott, we're going to, you want to go to lunch? Sure, dad. Where you want, what are we doing? And he'd go, I think we'll get a Wendy burger, he'd say. And then when he'd get there, here's... Oh, my dad was so funny with this. He'd get to the window, or to the ordering thing, and he would say... They'd say, hi, welcome to Wendy's. Thanks for something. Would you like a thing today? And he'd say, 
Yeah. Uh, make it your... And you always say make it your... Make it your uh, deluxe burger. Every time. So before we'd get there, he'd call it a Wendy burger. We'd get there and he'd say, make it your deluxe burger. And they'd say, what, uh, or which one are you talking? Like, they don't, they don't know what that is. There's no deluxe burger on the thing. You have a Wendy single, a double, and a, you know, other ones, whatever they are. But there was no, there was nothing called a deluxe burger. There never was. And he would do the same thing at McDonald's and Burger King and wherever. It would always be, make it your deluxe burger. <laughs> I never understood that. I love my dad. He was the best. But that one thing, he did a few things like that. But that that was one of the things he would do that was just this quirk thing that my dad did. I never, never, it was never different. Every drive up, always the same. I was surprised when we'd get pizza or something, he wouldn't ask for the deluxe burger there and say make it your at the beginning. Make it your. We used to, we used to think that was like one word. Make it your. Anyway, I'm in line. When I get up there in order, maybe I'll record it. Because who knows? Maybe something fun will happen. Probably not. Stay tuned. You guys, listen. I don't think you can hear it because that other guy's revving his engine, but the guy in front of me sounds like Ray Romano ordering food. <laughs> I make it your deluxe burger. <laughs> I think that's everything. Seven ninety-six, interest. Thank you. She was a friendly one. Sorry, I cut. I didn't get all that. Oh, first window. Hang on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you can tell she didn't really want to work there. <laughs> I'm as friendly as a customer as you're ever going to get and she didn't seem to give a poo that's fine, that's fine look, as long as my food doesn't have like you know I don't know what footmarks in it or someone's DNA I think I'll be fine I went sort of healthy I got a chicken club thing it's as healthy as you get at Wendy's, probably. Uh, anyway. So, as, boy, I've taken a while to... Oh, thing's upside down. Taken a while to get to this whole anxiety issue, haven't I? Sorry. Giving you guys anxiety about when Scott's going to actually talk about it. Um, yeah, no, I think, you know, people say knowledge is power. Sometimes being an innocent kid, who might be a little on the sensitive side, but doesn't really understand what the world is yet, has an advantage because you're sort of innocent to everything, right? And as you get older, you start to see kind of the dark side of things. I'm a very optimistic guy, generally speaking. But part of me always fear, you know, has these fears of like, oh, I don't trust that guy, or what are they going to do, or this plane's going down, or whatever dumb thing, right? There's a terrorist attack, and there's going to be more of them, and this sort of thing. When you're a kid, you don't think that way, right? Everything is just Disneyland and cotton candy. I, you know, my dad took me to some gnarly play, even like in junior high, high school, and I spent some time with my dad in California. We spent some parts or some time in LA that were frightening, horrifying places. If I were go, were to go to them today, 
But when I was a kid, you don't know. It's just there. It's just stuff. It's just people, you know, you don't know. You don't have any preconceived notion, notions that are pe- uh, that are based on the people there. You're just you're like, whatever. You don't see crime rates and whatever. You just see a place. You see adventure. I think the older you get, sometimes the, the more you internalize your fears. And um, so, yeah, that's my answer to that. It's always an interesting thing to talk about. Generally speaking, doing pretty good these days. Um, I, I'm, I'm stressed out about redoing our backyard, which is going to cost money I don't want to spend. So that's causing me a little bit of a rift in my own head, but um, ugh, I don't even want to think about it. It needs to be done. Like, it's not a thing I need to, I should be ignoring. But man, I would really rather not spend that money. I don't really quite have it. I mean, we do, but it's going to make things tight. So, you know, so that's going on. Other than that, though, you know, happy kid, happy, or happy kids, happy, happy, ah, can't talk, happy wife. Got the Warcraft movie coming up in about a month, almost exactly a month, a day from tomorrow. It'll be a month, 31 days. Excited to see a ton of you there. Well, like 300 and something of you there. Won't be that many. Tom Merritt and Brian Ibbett will be there. That'll be good. Maybe some other surprise people. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. So I'm trying to keep a good attitude about all that stuff and not let my petty anxieties get under my skin, which I am known to do.